The Angie's List you know and trust is now Angie, and we're so much more than just a list. We still connect you with top local pros and show you ratings and reviews, but now we also let you compare upfront prices on hundreds of projects and book a service instantly. We can even handle the rest of your project from start to finish. So remember, Angie's List is now Angie, and we're here to get your job done right. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I, or download the app today. Boys and girls, this is the Undisputed Era. Adam Cole, Kylo Riley. Hello, Steve. Hello, Larson. It's me, Dexter Loomis, NXT Superstar. So here's my shout-out to the Going In Raw podcast. Clever name. Hey, friendo, Steve here. And Larson. And welcome back to Going In Raw, the only pro wrestling podcast you need to be listening to right here at youtube.com forward slash Stephen Larson, available wherever podcasts can be found. And of course, taped live at the Twitch, twitch.tv forward slash Steve and Larson. Couple programming notes next week, of course, is holiday week. Woo, presents and stuff. Um, so uh, on Wednesday, on the 23rd of next, well, number one, of course, we got TLC coming up this Sunday. So join us for that. We're going to be doing that on our YouTube, and then we're going to be doing our Twitch, our recap on Twitch. And then uh, on uh, Monday, it'll be normal, do Raw. Uh, and then uh, uh, Wednesday or Tuesday, we're going to be back in the impact zone. Yeah. Uh, and then on Wednesday, we're going to be doing a live. We're going to do something special for the holidays. Yes. A live holiday watch along for a holiday bash uh, for NXT first, and then the holiday bash. Uh, no, holiday AEW's holiday bash isn't that December? That's the end of December one. That's right? New Year's Smash. Oh, that's New Year's Smash is the thirtieth and the sixth. Holiday bash is the twenty third. Okay, okay, great. So we're gonna be doing holiday bash and uh, NXT uh, watch alongs on the Twitch uh, with no recaps of those. We're just gonna watch them, have a good time watching them, uh, and then bid adieu until the following Monday. However, mm-hmm. on 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 Christmas Steve. Christmas Eve, the 24th, I will be living through my punishment of yep. watching Avengers. What is it called? Uh, Avengers of Justice Farce Wars starring Shawn Michaels. But yes. I have a proposition for you. We'll discuss it on our predictions. No, um, but we already discussed it yesterday on AEW. So reiterate for people who might okay. not watch the Well, AEW. I didn't actually say it on the show during the recap. It was just the pre-show. I didn't actually say anything about it. I was save, kind of saving it for predictions. Oh, oh, okay. Oh, that's weird. I thought you did say it on the show yesterday. No, well, no it's screw it. Just say it now, and then I'll give you my answer on Okay, fair enough. So uh, I know I, TLC, uh, there's not a whole lot of intrigue or I think a, a whole lot of uh, uh, high-level interest in the show. Uh, I, I want to add some stakes to make it a little more interesting for us as a viewing experience. So I propose to you this. Uh, you really wanted to watch uh, Ben Affleck's Daredevil as your punishment. I really I want think... to watch Green Lantern, and you tricked me. You said it was free There's on no Amazon trickery, Prime. man. It was when I checked, and then that changed. Mm-hmm. So you really wanted to watch Daredevil. I didn't feel that was punitive enough. Nonetheless, I put it up for a vote uh, to the friend of Impact Impact's dream uh, that Avengers of Justice, Christmas Twister, or Avengers of Justice won handily, got a majority of the vote. That being said, to add some extra interest in TLC, I offer this to you. If you win predictions, not only do you get Big Red back, you will watch, You can watch Daredevil. But, but if you lose, oh, no. Big Red stays here where oh, it belongs, no. but, and then you have to watch Avengers of Justice and Christmas Twister. Oh, no, both of them. So I expect your answer tomorrow uh, uh, when we do predictions. Find out tomorrow if Steve agrees on predictions. Anyways. Oh yeah, don't we have uh, wait tomorrow? Tomorrow on predictions? Yeah, we do predictions after SmackDown because SmackDown's oh live on TLC. yeah, but then on Saturdays when they actually go up for the YouTube. Yeah, part. yeah, yeah. We'll yeah, shoot tomorrow, okay. but then Saturday, yeah. Okay, all right, fair enough. Anyways, uh, so uh, yeah, uh, NXT another solid episode mm-hmm. where we got the new, I guess somewhat surprising, but in retrospect maybe not. Uh, uh, they uh, have unfinished business. I mean, Kyle O'Reilly lost that match, but he did break Finn's jaw, so it makes sense. Also, Pete, Peter Dune won that ladder match for the advantage. 
uh, uh, at War Games or pre uh, pre preceding War Games. And I Kyle O'Reilly. Go ahead. I thought maybe they might, they might be doing something with Pete Dunne. Mm. And not like a real literal sense, but an idea like while he's operating as a hired hand, mm -hmm. a gun for hire, if you will, for McAfee, mm -hmm. he can only reach a certain level of success. But once he mm -hmm. breaks free of that, oops, I was about to knock my light over. Yeah. Then he can actually start uh, uh, achieving more, becoming a true main eventer when he's not just henchman. Like in terms of a, a story they might be telling at NXT, it might be a, a reason that why he be. didn't win. Yeah, that could be. Um, yeah, it is kind of interesting. So Kyle O'Reilly is going to be taking on Finn Balor at New Year's Evil. They're really setting that up to be, uh, you know, a big sort of mini. I mean, they got they got Dex thing. Dexter Loomis hosting it. That's going to be very interesting. I yeah, don't know he doesn't really, really speak. Wade Barrett, he had no, he, Wade Barrett made that point. He doesn't even talk. How can he host a show? Good point, Wade Barrett. He's going to uh, get procreate. Was that the app that was called? Uh, looked like he was on maybe Procreate, yeah, perhaps. And he's gonna he's gonna draw everything. He could do like the Michael Hutchins thing in that one in excess video, or I guess mm -hmm. he was just ripping off Bob Dylan. Bob when he Dylan, did in yeah. his video, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Uh, so, uh, so yeah, New Year's Evil that should be a lot of fun. We're also getting Carrion uh, Cross versus Damian Priest. Oh, by the way, I did confirm you were totally right. Cross his his vehicle was the exact same as Damian. He didn't steal Damian Priest's video car. I thought that would have been much cooler angle for them to tell he steals the car. Auto theft. Yeah. It's a great way to kick off a wrestling. No, I kind of feel like uh, I kind of feel like a uh, 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 Grand Theft Auto is below carrying Cross. I'm surprised I never went with Grand Theft Auto as a wrestling motivation in W. Steve W. It really is surprising. You pretty much hit most other felonies. So right? I'm shocked that you didn't you didn't get to that one. One guy mowed down an entire other guy's family as it, as motivation. For I us. know that's what I'm talking about. Yeah. Uh, uh, that was so like, here's funny. the thing. Like uh, in terms of like carrying Cross's match last night, squash match. That was fun. Man, <sighs> no, that's fun. Man. Dropping, no, he, that he flexing so everybody. Ridiculous. I you should read my Steve notes. Oh crap! I'm sorry, everybody, for on the Twitch side. You're I have so, to send out my Steve so, notes. You're so down on carrying cross. I think even if you put forth like really solid three and a half star effort, uh, you might be like, dude, oh, I wow, he really he really overachieved here. I wouldn't. I watched. I literally watched this match twice, trying to find he. I don't even think he's got five moves of doom. He's got like four. Hey man, what did what the Giants say? It's easy to be one-dimensional when it's all that you need. I think you so want to like him that you're finding ways to praise no, his I don't, awful, I don't, awful I don't matches. Care. I don't care if I like him or not. He he is what he is. And if if he's going around hitting Saito suplexes on everybody, I'm fine with that. It His wrestling is so awkward and uh, and just like, lacking in the fundamentals in the fundamentals i feel like if he was on talking shop a mania they'd be like what is the deal with this footwork like <laughs> like it's so bad it's, it's so suplex so really good bad. that's all i really care about saito suplex looks good it's standard at best Anyways, yeah. let's dive into it because you're, yeah, you're, you're I'll read my I'll read my Steve notes verbatim once I get there. Because, dude, I want you because you keep on saying it's a small sample size with cross. I want some sample. At what point is it not a say is it not a too small of a sample size match after match? It's so unimpressive. I don't know. Anyway. like the suplex is pretty good. Anyways. Uh, so it kicked off with Kushida and Leon Ruff taking on the Gargano way. They now oh, have a match. logo. They've got a hand. Can we do the Gargano way hand thing, dude? Other one. Other one. Sorry. Uh, uh, we can't look, though. We can't look. Uh, okay. There we go. Yeah. There we go. The Gargano way. Uh, so, anyways, uh, this is a pretty fun match. Uh, Austin Theory is starting to... Austin Theory is, I'm really starting to get into what he's doing. Uh, he's, you know, it's funny to see him standing next to Gargano. John. Austin Theory, I mean, I, we, I've always felt this way. He does have a really good look. Um, that dude, he is jacked. Mm -hmm. uh, he's a fun wrestler to watch. I enjoy now that he's with the Gargano way, some of the character stuff they have him doing. You know what? And going to the, the, the shorts mm -hmm. is a step in the right direction. 
I agree. He seems like you should be wearing those shorts the whole time. I agree completely. Some people that. seem like they should wear the pants. Some people seem like they should wear the trunks. Some people should be wearing the shorts. He seems like he should have always been wearing the shorts. Like if John ever wore the pants. Yeah. Or even if he had wore pants from the get-go, be like, this is weird. He just seems like a trunks wrestler. And I don't know what it is. Mm-hmm. I don't know what it is. Mm-hmm. Just mm-hmm. when I envision gear on re- on some wrestlers, I just have like a, a notion of what it should be. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But like Champa, he can go from pants to, to tights. It's totally fine. Seamlessly. Seamlessly. Yeah, totally fine. Yeah. What totally did you think fine. about Jericho when he was wearing uh, uh, trunks versus his tights? I always kind of preferred him in pants. Same. Same. Yeah. I like the story that he told. I think it was in his book how the the day he debuted trunks in WWE, he ran into like Dean Malenko and he just started laughing <laughs> so hard. The greatest was like towards the tail end, right before, because he started doing pants. He started doing pants with the rain, with the the pain maker, right? When yeah. He came to New Japan. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But towards Even his last with thing with with Owens, it was all tights. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Yeah. All it shorts. Was, yeah, yeah. Trunks. Yeah. Trunks. Sorry. Trunks. Yeah. Uh, when his his butt started gobbling up those trunks, it was the funniest thing. Remember, he had some that had like almost like a a, a, a striper that was like flesh tone. Yeah. <laughs> It's so gnarly. Oh, man. Anyways, what was up with that when Leon Ruff went up for a senton? Oh, man, I feel bad for the guy. We slipped then, like that. That and then, sucks. Yeah, it just looked like the gravity just all of a sudden got stronger in that one localized area because he just went dunk. He's he um, doing the step-up thing on the ropes. His foot slipped out while he was on about to do his flip over for the senton. And he just kind of fell right in his back oh, right next to the apron. That oh, could have been real bad. That could have been really bad. Yeah, it was next to the ring steps, too. Mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. Yeah, that was bad. Anyways, he got up pretty quickly. That was pretty ugly. Uh, Theory hit uh, a rack powerbomb on Ruff for two. Uh, Leon Ruff hits his flying cutter, crucifix pin on Gargano. But Theory, he didn't realize, was a legal man. What did you think of Austin Theory's new finish? I have not great. seen this before. This no, is great. It's, it's, like, like, it's, a it's, weird, it's like a flatliner thing. It's like a weird, like it's not a pump handle, but he still does something weird where he sticks his hand under a leg. It's like a single underhook, and he grabs the other leg and twists them around to a flatliner. It looks great. It looked great. Yeah, it looked really, really Way awesome. better than a TKO. Mm-hmm, I agree. Totally. Uh, so, uh, yeah, Theory get, hits that uh, on rough to get the win. Really fun match. Uh, you could tell already that John... And uh, Austin Theory, they're working out their tag team chemistry because they were pretty damn seamless. And that that bit where uh, Theory hits that rolling drop kick, and and uh, Gargano follows with a slingshot spear. That was really cool. Mm-hmm. Good creative stuff there. I liked it. I liked it yeah. a lot. Yeah, Speaking absolutely. of creative, Dexter Loomis is next. So he's on one of those platforms that's on opposite of the ramp mm-hmm. at the CWC, and he's sitting there. He's got a little easel. He's got his little iPad. He's got Procreate, and they're drawing something. Um, oh, he hasn't drawn yet. He's just sitting there. Mm-hmm, yeah, and, but but it's in front of him, and it's like he's at. I don't know if they are if if the if caricature artists if there's a premium on hand drawn art or if any of them have started using iPads and then printing out the or emailing art. them to people or emailing them. So you don't have to carry. That's a good point. You don't have to or carry around the thing. Airdrop it. Boom! Right there. It's in your, you it's got in it. your stuff. You got yeah. it. You got it. Although there's, there's something about the visual, unless you have like a bunch of TV screens or other iPads that are hanging up, showing off your artwork yeah. or having one like uh, uh, like a, a flat screen TV that just, you know, has like a slideshow of your artwork mm-hmm. on your little kiosk. Yeah. That could be kind of expensive as opposed to just having some frame there. Well, no, yeah, no, it's a good, good idea. Just have like, you know, have it outputting to a monitor. So while you're getting your caricature, unless part of the thing is I don't want to see it until it's done. Yeah. You know, and well, then that could you be inevitably you know, you, look disappointed. <laughs> you sit somewhere while they're doing the caricature and then your back is to wherever the TV is. Yeah. Um, that could work, too. Yeah. Where's that thing? I got every time we talk about this stuff, I got to bust this out. Look at that. This was but, oh, it's Dex, great. Dexter Loomis original right here. Yeah, man, that's great. And I appreciate having it. It's hand. This is hand drawn right here. Yeah, that's, that's fantastic. I snagged this before. They started doing the art stuff with him in NXT. Mm-hmm. I think it was mm-hmm. before his TV debut. Yeah, I think like so. Before think he so. like really re-debuted anyways. Uh, after that, we had a Tony Storm, Rhea Ripley video package. Tony Storm dropped a bit of a promo. Uh, say, saying again, this new Tony Storm. Uh, you know, last time uh, they faced off was at Worlds Collide. A really underrated pay-per-view in 2020, by the way. Oh, uh, yeah, for sure. Yeah. And uh, Rhea won then. And could be the same this time. Uh, even harken back to Rhea beating Tony to be the first NXT UK Women's Champion. Tony beating her for that same title. Uh, mm-hmm. Good stuff. Uh, yeah. Next, 
Legato del Fantasma video package kind of reintroducing themselves, if you will. Yeah, this I literally didn't. I made a note of the two other things that preceded this was just Undisputed Era backstage prepping for a match. Yeah. Burke and Lorkin, uh, Birch and Lorkin pumping up done for a match. I didn't even make note of this because it was so quick. And it's like, okay, yeah, we know they're here. Like, yeah. Are they going to do something? Yeah, it seemed, it seemed weird, like our introductory thing, but they've been around for months. Uh, and then Shotzi had an interview. Uh, she's had a match. She's going to have a match with Indy later. She says she's proud of her War Games team. Candace calls herself Mrs. War Games, walking around with a trophy that Johnny stole from a Little League banquet. Mm-hmm. Uh, she adds that War Games is over, but the war is far from done. Uh, she broke Candace's arm tonight. She's going to break her best friend. After that, we had Tyler Rust versus Tommaso Ciampa. Uh, Tyler Rust theme song, straight out of 2007. This I, I thought this was great. In that, if, if it was 2007, mm-hmm. I also like that his ring gear is in fact rust, rust colored. Yes, <laughs> like so. What are you thinking for with your with your ring gear? Well. My name is Tyler Rust. 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 Anyway, what if I get some? What if I, I I find some chain mail and leave it outside all winter so it gets mm-hmm. rained on and stuff? Mm-hmm. Rusty. It's gonna be pretty rusty. Yeah. Exactly. And then he Anyways, wears that to the rink. So uh, he took on. It's all like staining his skin. I know. Uh, he took on Tommaso Ciampa. <laughs> he, does, he has to make sure there's no little pokey bit so he gets doesn't get tetanus. <laughs> Shows up in the ring. I don't know what the symptoms of tetanus are. Lockjaw, man. Lockjaw. That's another name for it. Lockjaw. Lockjaw. There you go. Like when you when you're if you step on a rusty nail, you gotta go get your tetanus shot. Yeah, but I forgot about the lockjaw part. Yeah, lockjaw. I just thought it was like sepsis or something like you you get poisoning inside, but you get lockjaw. Lockjaw. Yeah. (laughs) Oh man! At first, when I saw this was against Tommaso Ciampa. I was like, "Why? Why? Champa should have his house show shirt on. He should be wearing a merch shirt for this match." But this was a hell of a match. Yeah, it was like a strong Tyler Rust. From Tyler Rust. Yeah, he put on a hell of a show here. Well, commentary said he's uh, he's got 15 years experience, so mm-hmm. you know he's not he's not a rookie by any stretch of the imagination. He might be new to NXT, but he's been wrestling a lot apparently. But the difference is in the level of competition that Champa's had. I don't yeah, know. That's, that's what that's what Wade said. Yeah. Uh, so anyways, uh, sort of to set the scene a little bit, there is a, a folding chair on the outside that's set up on the outside of the ring in the spot that Timothy Thatcher was sitting last week. Yeah. And there's a shirt there. Champa put it out there. Oh, Champa put it out there. Yeah, okay. You set up the chair and then, and then put the shirt over it. Uh, as commentary said, it's an invitation oh, for Thatcher I, okay. to come out. My bad. I missed that. Hey, Mr. NXT, not paying attention. Okay. Uh, so anyways... Uh yeah, so uh, Champa uh, start off by schooling him in some wrestling. Yeah, uh, uh, Thatcher comes down. Champa says, "Yeah, I knew you'd come down, buddy." And then uh, at one point, Champa throws Rust to Thatch and says, "Here's your student." Uh, there's a scuffle on the outside where Rust accidentally kicks Thatcher. Mm-hmm. Champa gets distracted by that. Rust is able to take over for a bit. He hits what looks like is probably going to be his finisher, which is like a twisting flip type thing. Uh, but he oh, only the, gets that kind two of twisting on that. neckbreaker type deal. Yeah. Yeah, I get the feeling. I mean, it looks like that should be his finish. It could be, but the fact that Ciampa kicked out of it in the middle of a match, maybe not so much. We'll I just think Ciampa's leveled yeah. up. I mean, kind of a weird thing. Like, you're not going to debut a finisher against a guy who's going to kick out of it, but it also yeah. looked like a finishing move. It looked, it looked a good looking move. Yeah. Yeah. Um, anyways, in the end, uh, Champa ends up ends up hitting uh, Will's bell for three. Yeah. And then, uh, uh, yeah. As he leaves, Thatcher's still upset, uh, being held back by the refs. Uh, he comes out and he's jawing at him. And Champa throws the shirt at him. Mm, yeah. Thatch Thatch shirt at him. After that, we had a grizzled young veterans video package saying no one had more momentum going into 2020. 2020. Course, pandemic happened. James Drake talked in this. Yeah, he did. Why? Is James Drake talking? We're number one. Soon. They're going to be Soon. to be recognized as NXT Tag Team Champion. Usual stuff. Uh, after that, Karrion Cross video package. Hyping up his return. Get hype, Steve. Get hype. Anyways, uh, they, they cut to... During commercial, Malcolm Bivens yeah. come down to ringside and, and, and was telling Tyler Rust, you're a star. Come on, pick yourself up. 
they do a fist bump, they walk backstage together. I wish I had somebody in my life that could come up to me when I'm feeling down and say, Steve, you're a star. Well, sorry that hasn't happened yet. (laughs) (laughs) After that, we got Dexter Loomis back on his iPad setup. This time, he's porting it out to the big screen so that whoever he's doing a caricature of can see his work in progress. He's doing caricature of the New Year's Evil logo. (laughs) That's exactly what he's doing. That's exactly what he's doing. After that, holy crap! I didn't know we were going to have takeover come early. We have well, Kyle O'Reilly. These, these two guys are great. They put on fantastic oh matches. Oh, my God. The chemistry between these two guys is ridiculous. Oh, I love that church, it just, just started with them just throwing fists at each other. Well, it, was, it was great. There was a huge scrum, but there was, what, eight other people ringside? Dane. So, yeah. So, Odie and, and Birch come down with Peter Dude. Uh, Drake and Killian Dane attacked them. And then Cole and Adi who accompanied uh, O'Reilly the ring, they join in, and the Breezango come out of nowhere, they join in. They're all brawling ringside. Meanwhile, O'Reilly and Dunn are just staring at each other in the middle of the ring. Mm-hmm. Just waiting. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Waiting. Yeah. So they clear all that, bell rings, and it's, they're just throwing hands. Yeah. It's a hockey was, fight. Yeah, it was great. Uh, tons of strikes, lots of submission stuff. Kyle O'Reilly gets the upper hand. Dunn comes back with an X-Plex. Uh, Kyle O'Reilly uh, goes for a German from the top, but Dunn lands on his feet. So Kyle O'Reilly ends up in the tree of woe. Dunn freaking kicks his head off. Yeah, yeah, he ate a ton of boots there. Uh, let's see here. We I don't know what I, in my notes here it just says dank. Kevin Kyle O'Reilly with a vicious jumping knee. I don't know what dank means here. Dang, I, mean, I, I think it means dang, dang. Oh yeah, maybe. Yeah, I don't know, maybe. Yeah, G's only about two letters away from a K. Yeah, I don't know what I meant there. Anyways, uh, he got a really a uh, high angle pinning suplex for two. Dunn go, Dunn's mouth guard came out with the jumping knee, I think. Yeah. And then he goes for that. Ke- uh, Kyler Riley stomps on his ha- uh, stomps his hand when he's going for that. Mm-hmm. Dunn looks for a bitter end on the apron. Kyler Riley suplexes him off the apron. Onto the floor, and then yeah. And then when he gets back in, drops a knee to the back of Dunn's head, gets three. Really creative finish. I like that it didn't involve like a regular finish or anything. I did too. And I like it was a situation where Dunn maybe went outside his usual comfort zone. To try to to get the win and it yeah. costed them. Just absolutely terrific. Brutal. Stuff, they though. beat the hell out of each other. It's a lot of fun. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, next, we had a Rhea Ripley interview. Uh, she's asked about Raquel backing down last week, and Rhea says, "Yeah, uh, she did back down last week at War Games. She had like three other partners, so yeah, she can you know act tough there." Uh, she says, "I've known R- Raquel longer than most people think. She's completely different when she's by herself." Uh, turns her attention to Tony, says they have a lot of history together. And she, she said she doesn't care if she's stepping in the ring with new or old Tony Storm. She's the same piece of trash. <laughs> she's going to finish this once and for all. <coughs> she called her a piece of trash. Same piece of trash. After this, we had a, a after that we had a really 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 cool Zayali Boa vignette Ooh. where uh, the the elderly gentleman was making Zayali beat the hell out of Boa. Yeah, it was awesome. Kicking him, punching him. Beating the crap out of him. There's that last, I was really hoping that last shot, there was like a close-up of Boa, and he was all bloody and stuff. I wanted to see one last fist come in, and they do like a Cronenberg, his head just explodes. (laughs) That'd have been cool, but I don't think it happened. Um, Well, they had to write Boa off after that. Yeah, you'd think. uh, Unless Karen Q, which is, I'm assuming this is is her, revives him but yeah and it was a little bit more of a shot of her but still is really you couldn't really tell mm-hmm, that it was mm-hmm, actually her mm-hmm. or who it still is. kind of the close-up of the eyes and i think her yeah. hands at one point yeah but no this is this is really cool stuff poor boa um, oh man he's getting destroyed after that two people who got kind of destroyed uh indy hartwell and shotzi blackheart had a bit of a uh a bit of a, a bit of a clunky showing here. A little bit. Even the finish seemed like it was off. Like, was that trophy supposed to break? Was was the ref supposed to catch Indy hitting Shossi with that trophy? I feel like nobody was on the same page in this match. Um, a lot of it felt like it, the timing was just off on a lot of things. The chemistry was not there. Like they they were both they looked both like they were running half speed, and uh, and yeah, like you, we had sort of texted about this that spot where Shossi hits like a cannonball in cannonball. the corner. And I think uh, Indy's supposed to get her feet up to boot her off midair, yeah. and and the timing was off there. I don't know if Shotzi didn't know that part of it. I don't know the language of pro wrestling. I'm sure mm-hmm. there are signs and stuff where the, you know people are supposed to be aware they're going to counter something. Well, I kind of feel like that that must have been I don't know because the spot was obviously missed because Indy was supposed to get her feet up. It seemed like she because, starts to. She yeah, does. Shotzi, Shotzi comes in for the cannonball. 
and right as Shot sees about to start her jump, Indy gets her feet up. Yeah. And and so the cannonball totally connects. It, but then, she, she, yeah, she completely yeah. goes full bore into it. And then Indy just gets up. Like she wasn't yeah. hit by anything because that was what the beat was supposed to be. Probably she's supposed, supposed to fend to off Shotzi, and then she's supposed to gain the upper hand because she evaded the cannonball or reversed it. And rather than maybe finding another way to cover up that spot to get to that same story beat where Indy turns the tables, mm-hmm. they just went right into it. Yeah, so we see we see moments before where uh, a spot doesn't go as planned mm-hmm. or whatever, and you know either based on just the the experience level of whoever's in there or whatever. They'll they'll call an audible, either get to a point where they can kind of redo the spot and get it mm-hmm. right, yeah. or work something else out so it organically happens. The, the The story beat of the match happens rather than just no selling a move. But anyway, yeah. kind of a shame. I really I, I, I love I love the characters on, but I was I was I really actually was hoping they would keep Indy in that neck brace a little bit longer. It's such a great visual. It's such a throwback mm-hmm. to ECW type factions, you know. Yeah. Um, where you know you got a person like that, and then maybe they use it as a weapon somehow. Yeah. Um, but uh, but anyways, uh, so Candice ends up distracting, trying to distract the ref. Uh, Indy smashes Shotzi in the gut with the trophy, it but breaks. it's like in full full view of the ref. Um, he ends up throwing it out. Did you think? Did you think that was? A, uh, a miscommunication as well because the, the ref the, did hesitate afterwards. Yeah, 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 yeah. That seemed weird, and then I, I'm guessing they didn't anticipate the trophy breaking. Maybe it, it, it was one of those matches where it felt like, in a lot of ways, barring injury, of course, anything that could go wrong did go wrong. Yeah, it yeah. just kind of felt like a match that just all right, this isn't working. <laughs> right, it's like fate is intervening to make sure this match just isn't working. Yeah, um, yeah. Because this seemed like a lot of timing stuff seemed off. Like maybe if the like, what was the whole point of Candice distracting get the trophy in the ring if the rest could have turned around and see it anyways? I mean, I understand you can yeah. make that a story point. Like, they're not even that good at cheating. Yeah, or, or they just cared about, like, beating the crap out of Shotzi. Because, I, I mean, guess. afterwards they do the beat-down thing. But, no, I, I, I totally even, feel it. Even yeah. that seemed kind of not organic. Yeah, yeah. Candice like the, comes in. She seemed kind of hesitant. Yeah. Uh, but she ends up giving Shotzi a wicked stepsister. Mm-hmm. I like Theory. Theory took the trophy and started, like, Sort of miming the head on it, like yeah. mocking Shotzi with her own weird doll head. Again, yeah. I was sort of appreciative. I'm keeping my eye on Austin Theory, man. I know I've been harsh on the guy before. Uh, yeah, same here. I'm, I'm enjoying his work right now. Same. Uh, next, we get another uh, Karrion Cross video package, and then we get his match against Desmond Troy. It's all about 90 seconds, Steve. Oh, wait. But they had the announcement next week. Bron- uh, Bronson Reed's coming back. Oh, that's awesome. I don't Bronson know what Reed's the hell. Great. I don't know where he's been. I don't know either. Yeah. Uh, so Karrion Cross versus Desmond Troy. Karrion Cross dominates Saito Suplex. Oh, Cross jacket. Hold on a second. No, I, we're going. I'm going to my Steve notes for this one, oh, my friend. God. Here we go. Cross clumsily mounts Troy. Even the mounting, getting the guys back, looked clumsy as hell. I watched just for context because I'm doing my research here. I popped on Cal Jack versus Jeff Cobb, big time wrestling from like a year or two ago. These are two big dudes, right? These are two hosses, right? Flowing like water, like butter, watching these guys do wrestling moves. Simple, simple stuff like getting on a guy's back with ease. This guy looked like me stumbling into bed after a late night when he just mounts a guy's back. He gives him a lazy corner, a corner lariat, does that one suplex thing he knows how to do. Almost falls down, hitting up, hitting a head kick on Desmond Troy, then hits his Doomsday Saito, and then he puts him in the cross jacket for the tap out. It's a dud. I gave this match a dud, Larson. Wow. Yeah. Wow. A dud. All right, you're not a fan. I'm not really a fan either. He's the you know what it is, man. He's he's not a good wrestler. He's the poster boy for WWE. If he was, if Kerry, if 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 Killer Cross had landed in AEW, you know who he'd be right now. Jake Hager. Close. I was gonna say he'd be the foundation of Team Taz. He'd be Brian maybe. Cage. Maybe. And Team Taz might be elevated because of it. Brian Cage is a much better wrestler, but Cross does have a ton of charisma. Yeah, like Cage is a really good wrestler uh, as a, a as a television presence. Not that great right now. Yeah. Let's say he can't improve. Yeah. He could. Yeah, sure, sure. Whereas Cross, I agree, it's the inverse. He's a great presence mm-hmm. as a wrestler. No, he's not fantastic, but I guess 
one would hope the upside of him being an NXT is they could smooth out some of the rougher areas of his in-ring work. And what I mean by small sample size is that he wasn't there very long before he was shoved directly in the main event. Sure. You know, when he was there, it was in the, in the early part of the pandemic stuff. They weren't running classes at the PC. So even though we've seen a decent amount of matches, I don't know how much work he's actually been getting in with the trainers at the performance center. And the matches have all and then been he got designed. Hurt, you know, so the yeah. matches have all been designed. And I'll I'll give you the allowance on the Keith Lee match because he did get hurt early. Yeah. Absolutely. And I am being, for entertainment purposes, a bit overzealous with my criticism of him. Mm-hmm. Although I do think that the foundations of my criticism is sound. I think that WWE offered him the world so that they would prevent him. It was when WWE was trying to prevent everybody from going to AEW and they offered him the world, and it's not like he would have been that much of a needle mover for AEW. They clearly don't need him. The ratings yeah. will be coming out in probably five minutes from now, and they'll probably pass a million. Um, you know, and but I, but I, th- I think I think you know, I guess somewhat to WWE's defense, words I don't say very often. Um, oh yeah, there is a lot to work with with Karrion Cross. You know, there's something that you can teach. There's certain aspects of wrestling. I'm assuming you can teach. You could teach better footwork. You could teach uh, with repetition. You get smoother. Presence is much more difficult to teach. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. camera charisma. I don't know if you can really teach that. You know, he's got that. Yeah. So if 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 he has those intangibles that are not as easy to to teach, you can work on anything else. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. We'll see. Again, I'm not. I'm not like a huge carry and cross guy. I see the potential there. No, he's, it's fun. He's, it's it's he's it's a look. diamond in he's a diamond in the rough right now. But whether they they manage to hone and 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 cut that diamond, that's something else. There was a moment when he came into the company when it looked like NXT might be transitioning into less of what they built their name mm-hmm, on, mm-hmm. quality, excellent wrestling, and you know, I mean, dude, when they're they're obviously trying to elevate Kyle O'Reilly. You know, to and I, I think they need to put a lot more work in it story wise to get him from out of the huge shadow of Adam Cole. Mm-hmm. Um, they need to do something to separate them. Uh, but Kyle O'Reilly is one of the best wrestlers on the planet. Like he is. Pete Dunn's one of the best wrestlers on the planet. They've totally, got 100%. just terrific talent that can put on this stuff. And I understand to compete, if that's what they're trying to do, to be a more well-rounded product. You do need guys with, you know, that are 90% presentation and camera presence. I get that. Mm-hmm. But to sh- to hotshot them to, like, the title, when you're going to have your main events being these two-and-a-half-star affairs as opposed to what we've been used to, I still think is falling. I think he's been since he's been gone, we've seen NXT revert back to, man, just killer wrestling. Well, I think we have for the most part. But we've said several times that there's a lack of star power in their main event especially after Finn got hurt, you know, for that, this whole stretch where he was off TV, it just felt like, okay, who's, who's the main event, Adam Cole, they're purposely, and I understand that taking him at the title picture, because he had the belt forever. Mm-hmm. Um, they're elevating Kyle O'Reilly. That takes time. Mm-hmm. Um, the main event was severely depleted and whatever cross may be lacking in other categories. He brings star power. He does. Now, whether that's sustainable, it's, it's given the pretty easy, hold on, hold on, exposed, hold on. though, no, it is. And I said whether that's sustainable based on his in-ring performance is entirely something else entirely. Yeah. But then again, I don't think we've seen him under the full tutelage of the trainers at the PC because of the pandemic stuff. I don't know how many classes he's been able to take. I don't know how much work he's been able to get against some of these best wrestlers in the world on a daily basis in the ring. The best guys are the guys who come in with with a massive amount of skill and then they oh, own obviously. it. Like, for example, who he's taken on because it was confirmed he calls out Damian Priest for New Year's Evil, mm-hmm. a guy who has been busting his ass, who can put on four star matches, matches with yeah. anybody Fun matches, who yeah. has like the Priest same camera charisma as a Karrion Cross, and he's going to end up doing the job for this guy. Yep. I guess it'll be telling if, if uh, this will be Cross's first real match since the bout. It's going to be a Keith good Lee, sample where you separate his shoulder early. If he can get in the ring with Priest. Priest is one of the few guys in NXT that can match him size-wise. Mm-hmm. Whether they can get a compelling match, 
or not. Um, I suppose we could talk about this uh, this thing from WrestlingNews.co now, since it's kind of oh uh, yeah uh, yeah uh, yeah it's pertinent to the conversation. Um, so they're saying that Meltzer on Wrestling Observer Radio, and this is one of those situations where I'm not sure if this is information that was passed on the Meltzer. Or this is merely his speculation. Err on the side of it, this speculation. Could very well be speculate. He does that a lot. Yeah. Yeah, he speculates a lot. Anyway, so this is what he said. This is again WrestlingNews.co. So these are these transcripts are courtesy of them. Um, quote, there's a lot of issues at stake, and one of them is that I think, so speculation in this sense, what has hurt NXT is that before with NXT, you would watch NXT and you would get the guys and women who are doing really good and who would get really excited, for, and you would get really excited for them to go to Raw or SmackDown and make a difference. Now I think the mentality is that no one is ever going to make a difference because they are all going to be misused, and so it's like, why bother to get behind anyone in NXT because it's either going to be Johnny Gargano, who is never going to leave no matter how great he is, He's never going to leave because they have already decided that a guy like Johnny Gargano can't be a star on the main roster, even though he's been a star in NXT and having great matches for a long, long time. Adam Cole has been in NXT forever and been over forever. Really, it's been years. A guy like that should be on the roster and a star. Brian James said, too bad he doesn't look like Karrion Cross." I think that men- mentality right there is part of the problem. As much as Karrion Cross gets pushed and as much work as they do on his entrance, the fact is that Karrion Cross is not as over as Adam Cole but in their mind, Karrion Cross's potential star, Adam Cole, is an NXT guy. That itself may be the answer that they are missing because if this was AEW, they would probably not go with the, the mentality that Adam Cole cannot be a star in the main roster and Karrion Cross may or may not be. This is not a knock on Karrion Cross. It's a knock on the mentality because he got, he's got size, he could be a star. And because the other guy doesn't have size, he can't be a star. In 1985, that was correct, but the world has changed completely and they are behind the times. Uh, Wrestling News CEO does have the quote here that Melser was referring to from Road Dog Brian James. He was on mm-hmm. After the Bell with Corey Graves um, back in June. Uh, this is what Road Dog said. Adam Cole is the most professional, most talented. He gets it. He gets every aspect of it. He can cut a promo. He was one of the guys where you tell him, I need you to do a minute, and that's all you have to say to him. He gives you a minute of hiccupless verbiage that makes you go, okay. That was perfect. Thank you. Every single time. That's Adam Cole in a nutshell. He's also a great worker. He has great psychology. If he was carrying Cross's size, he would be the universal champion right now. And if he wasn't, I'd be wondering why. That's the kind of guy he is. That's the kind of human he is. Yeah. And I'm sure we, we see on the main roster them embrace Vince, embrace a wider variety of wrestlers than had been the case in the past. Mm-hmm. You know, even as early as like the mid aughts, it was all these huge, mm-hmm. super muscular dudes they were bringing in. Then you got guys like Daniel Bryan coming in. You got CM guys Punk, like CM Punk, Kevin, Kevin Owens, Owens yeah. Finn Balor. Yeah. Well, Finn is is in really good shape and he's muscular. He's not six five. He's a cruiserweight. Yeah, he's he's five ten. I think. I think he's mm-hmm. my height. Mm-hmm. You know, um, and we see a wider variety of talents than we have at any probably time in, in WWE's history. And I. You know, I, I wonder at certain instances if there's, in Vince's mind, uh, he reverts back to the previous idea. You see a guy who's who's 6'5 and 270 pounds and has good camera presence. And maybe the mentality is, well, he's got it yeah. in terms of the television presentation. We can work on everything else. Yeah. And, I think, no, and, and I think Cross is a perfect main roster guy. I really do. And mm-hmm. God, I really think that he should debut in the Rumble. I think that'd be fantastic. Mm-hmm. Um. Yeah, I mean, here's the thing though. If 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 the case is, and I think that Meltzer is, I think he does have a point in that the fans' perception of NXT, and I know that there are plenty of diehard NXT fans out there. I consider myself a big fan of NXT. I really like it. However, I totally understand that WWE can't have it both ways. NXT for a period was the place where they would have eras. You know, you would have the, the that great era where it was like Aleister Black and mm-hmm. Ricochet and all those guys. Mm-hmm. And, you know, preceding that, you had like a, a, a Kevin Owens era. Mm-hmm. You had a Sami Zayn era. You had, you know, everybody had their time where it was famously, this is my NXT now, right? Yeah. yeah. Well, now it is difficult to get. It is more difficult, I'd say, because you see these people built up. And you think, okay, well, nowadays they're going to end up Aleister Black, which is the perfect example of a guy who had all the potential in the world get shoved into a room for a year. 
and just get completely buried on main roster. Mm-hmm. Um, Bob Roode, same story. Shinsuke Nakamura isn't being has never been used nearly to his potential at all. And the list is endless. It really is. And there's plenty of people who have had decent main roster careers from NXT. Yeah, Uh, Kevin Owens, Finn Balor. Even, like, I still still think that Keith Lee is going to end up having a pretty darn good career. Um, His rollout hasn't been great, but it hasn't been as bad as Aleister Black's was. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Or Bob Roode's or any number of people. Um, Asuka, most dominant champion in, you know, NXT history. Uh, she's doing pretty darn well for herself. She is now. The, the her first, I don't know, six, eight months in, on the main roster wasn't. Compared to crazy. what it should have been, you're absolutely 100% right. Um, and so the excitement of, man, we get these these short-lived eras where they do the they, they do, just do killer work. They have these great takeover matches, and they move on to big stuff. And they graduate the to the main roster and do huge things. That's yeah. over. That's done with. The problem is, because NXT is still... Um, a developmental pr- uh, promotion. It's still a second class brand in the eyes of Vince McMahon. It ends up being a knock on guys like Gargano, who I would love to see the way debut as a faction carrying through onto main roster, where you have guys like Sami Zayn, Daniel Bryan, who'd be amazing, Matt Gable, amazing matchups. For yeah. Gargano and those characters, and they can continue on their story on a bigger yeah. platform because NXT is isn't going to have a bigger platform. They're not no. involved in the Survivor Series anymore. They don't have WrestleMania matches. No, no. And the issue is that there's zero continuity between NXT and the main roster. Yeah. It hasn't yeah. been for a long time. Yeah. By and large, whatever you do in NXT uh, is forgotten about by the time you get to the main roster. Sometimes Gar- they turn on a dime. Look and at Gargano. Bobby. Gargano is like one of the most relevant things in NXT right now, which is great. But it's, you know, and I know Champ is in something decent right now with Thatcher. And I think they could creatively find stuff for him. But I don't know. NXT is in such a weird spot that they don't get they don't get the full throated support of WWE. And yet they don't treat their main their their guys all that great when they do graduate to to main roster. I mean, if you want to see how. NXT is is considered uh, in a nutshell by Vince. Put NXT on its own night, mm-hmm. it could do pretty darn well. The wrestling's good. There's some good characters, some good creative, but he's more content to use them NXT as a means to potentially siphon viewers away from AEW, as opposed to letting it stand and succeed on its own. Mm-hmm. Well, just the fact that like at any given moment and Triple H has made this clear and usually it's subtextually but it's totally clear that he's not privy to like call-ups. They, they just pick him out when they want him. And so they can throw those plans into disarray whatever yeah. plans they yeah. might have for people yeah. in NXT because Bruce and Vince have this thing, well we need a guy. So we bring him up and who cares what his story was in NXT, you know? And that's and we we've talked about this endlessly, and that's one way they are completely leaving fans out mm. uh, because, like you know, fans of WWE, you know, if you want to get them in NXT, treat their main roster call ups from NXT into in, like they're a big deal because then you'll want to know where they came from, you want to know the yep. origin stories, you know. Yep. yep. So, yeah. Anyways, uh, so yeah. After that, we had an interview. Getting back to the review. Uh, Swerve uh, in a nice looking suit sort of down in an interview downplays the no selling of the handshake says he has a rematch next week it'll be different results he leaves Everize comes in the best AEW tag team not an AEW uh, and they announced they were able to politic their last match stricken from the record or so they so say. they are still undefeated so they um, say and uh, and uh, Mackenzie said, "Well, do you guys want a rematch then with uh, Imperium? Because you guys were beat like in the middle of the ring, and uh, or grizzled young veterans, whatever." And, uh, and then well, who's the, who's the, who's the more uh, rambunctious one? Uh, Martel. Martel says, "Do you have a problem, Mackenzie? Do you want to take a swing?" Yeah. And, they, yeah, and, and the Chase interview. Parker was like, "We we don't want a rematch. We just want to have our voices heard." And then he Ever-rise says, "Override rules. rules." Yeah. After that, uh, Loomis, via his art, his caricature, reveals that he is the host of New Year's Evil. Mm-hmm. Uh, then we get a Finn Balor promo talking about facing Kyle O'Reilly at New Year's Evil. Said uh, Kyle O'Reilly proved he was a main eventer 
I take it for 31. He broke Finn's job, but he still lost. And Finn says, at New Year's Evil, it's not going to be Finn versus Kyle 2. It's going to be Finn versus Kyle. The end. Oh, wow. The uh, the ratings are in. Uh-huh. Uh, a, uh, NXT did pretty well. 766 to AEW's 806,000. Huh. Never mind. They didn't break a million. No, I, was, I wasn't sure if they would. Yeah, you never know. You never know. Um, so that's pretty interesting. Yeah, it's pretty close. Yeah. Uh, yeah, the demo, is like, the demo is way off. It's third in the demo versus 34th in the demo. It's kind of funny how, like, you're only 40,000 viewers away, but you can be so far behind in the demo. Um, let's see here. Yeah, then was our main event, Tony Storm versus Rhea mm-hmm. Ripley. These two have mm-hmm. absolutely just terrific chemistry. Uh, yeah, right, like, right before this match actually started, though, we had a Finn Balor shooting on Kyle O'Reilly. Yeah, I, I just video. talked about that. I just discussed about it. I just. Oh, okay. Sorry. I was looking at the rating stuff. Look at the ratings. Uh, yeah. So we had Rhea Ripley versus Tony Storm. Uh, and yeah, Tony Storm ended up pulling off a win thanks to some help from Raquel Gonzalez. Rhea mm-hmm. started off this match strong. Uh, Tony took over, heading into a commercial break. Uh, so the finish was Rhea dumps Tony on the apron. Raquel comes over. Rhea kicks Tony off the apron into Raquel, who tumbles over the barrier. But she comes back as the ref is attending to Tony after Rhea put her back in the ring. Mm -hmm. Uh, Raquel launches Rhea. She takes her off the apron, launches her into the ring post, leaves her in the corner. Tony then hits her with a hip attack. Mm -hmm. Storm zero. Tony Storm picks up the win. Really fun match, though, between these two. Yeah, fun match. Uh, It's Tony a much-needed win. More heat for this Rhea Raquel showdown that's probably going to happen at New Year's Evil. Mm-hmm. I'm curious to see if they had some sort of stipulation in this bout, too. None of the other matches have like stipulations, so this would be uh, be a good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that, that could be that could be something. Yeah, loser leaves NXT. That's what I was done thinking. That in a while. Yeah. That's what I was thinking. Yeah. Uh, let's answer some questions. Yeah, sounds good. Uh, down to luck with the sub. Thank you very much. Um, says uh, a watch along on Twitch. Take my money, sir. Thank you. Down to luck. Yeah. No, I'm looking forward to that. Should be fun. See how it goes. Uh, well, I've, been, I've been really enjoying all the watch alongs that we've been. Yeah. Same. Patrick Oliva asks, is impact a clip show the next two weeks? Somebody mentioned that last night. I forgot to bring that up to you. That's right. Yeah, I think Impact's a, a clip show. We'll, we'll we'll see. We'll scan the landscape. Yeah, no promises, I guess, on next Tuesday. Yeah, if it's a clip show, if there's, not, there's no new content, then Mm-mm. yeah, probably no, won't do it. Not down for that, man. Uh, sad Crag with the sub. Thank you very much. Eight months. We've been on Twitch for eight months? Wow. It was like yesterday. Alex Foster, what's Zach Gibson's ceiling? He says, particularly once crowds can safely come back. Sorry, who? Zach Gibson. Oh, you can see a Num- lot of shoes off. His ceiling is number one. Exactly what of? I don't know, but it's always Orlando's number one. Number one. Uh, Nicholas Grosskirth. Do you think WB offered Cross the Moon to sign Scarlet? I wonder if she's going to wrestle. I hope they I hope she I gets think, in the ring. I think that they you, you take a look at them and you see star written all over them. That's what mm-hmm. I think. I, I don't mm-hmm. think that they got one just to get the other or vice versa. I think they took a look at him, said, well, what a great package this is. And then they signed him. Um, and then NXT's done everything right in terms of the packaging, like the entrance, the presentation. Is, yeah, sort of. Yeah. It's money. Yeah. It's money. Yeah. I mean, I've seen it so many times that the impacts worn off. I understand that part of it, but. The first time they did their entrance, I mean, the lip syncing thing, I was never that huge into. It seemed kind of goofy. But apart from that, the whole entrance yeah. is, is, is these are, these two people are stars. It looks great. It does. It, yeah, it, it looks, looks phenomenal. Great. The first time, you're right, though. The first time I saw it, I was like, holy crap. And then, you know, he sort of clunks around the ring and it's like, well, it's, you, you it's see just, it. You see it so many times, the impact just wears off, you know? It's just, it's just so Glacier. Um, hey, man, Glacier had a great cryonic kick. He had it. He didn't look like he was falling over when he would hit people with kicks. No, man. Uh, Captain Danes, thank you for the sub. Uh, Rich, would you rather be jacked like Pete Dunn or have the charisma of Adam Cole? Well, I clearly have the charisma of Adam Cole already. All I need is the jacked of Pete. No, Dunn. it's an either or. So if you if you say that you already have the charisma of Adam Cole, then 
you know, that's up for discussion, I suppose. That uh, <laughs> you can't get the body of Pete Dunn. It's an either-or proposition. I'd rather have charisma. It's oddly how I've gotten so far in life, Larson. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I have, like, virtually no charisma. I don't know how I've, I've achieved what I have. You so have give me the body tons of, Pete of Dunn. charisma. You're a star, Larson. You're a star. No, I'm not. I could do this. <laughs> uh, Vermilion, is it just me, or does Matt Martell, Matt Martell from Everrise, look like a uh, lost... A long-lost Young Bucks brother. He does. He could he be does. a Jackson, yes. He looks like the goofy, clownish Jackson. This is interesting. Fear and Loathen says, you have a lunch meeting with Vince and Triple H. They're buying, but they want sandwiches and want you to pick them out. What are you bringing for lunch? That is a lot of pressure to try to select a sandwich for Vince McMahon. Do they make snow cone sandwiches? Do you think he'd be a meatball sub guy? Oh, no, a, a steak sandwich. Give him a steak sandwich. Steak sandwich? sandwich? Yeah. Steak sandwich. Get him some steakums? Sure. Yeah. What about Triple H? Do they make grilled, salmon grilled, sandwiches? Yeah, grilled chicken something. That's yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Colin Branch, what are the odds of Kyle O'Reilly beating Balor for the title just to lose it to Cross? I'd thought about that. I'd thought about that. They're going to do this thing with Kyle O'Reilly where he's going to come so close and you're going to think he's going to win this damn thing and then Balor's going to pull it out. Probably because they were hyping up the thin thin cross match. Yeah, they were hyping that up. Yeah. Uh, Gareth, Wade Barrett called Champa a founding father of NXT. Who are the founding fathers of NXT? Uh, And says, yes, women could totally be included. Rollins... Big E, Page, Neville. Yeah, probably Neville. Yeah. You know what? I'd put, I'd put Sami Zayn in there somewhere. Okay. Yeah. I'd put yeah. Sami Zayn in there. He sort of, yeah. Because he was kind of like the, the, the one who bridged mm-hmm. the eras from the, the, the Big E mm-hmm. Neville era to Kevin Owens, yeah. Finn Balor, you know? Yeah. You could, I mean, would you put Bailey in there, or is that going too far into it? Probably have the best story of all of them. Her yeah. and Sammy. Yeah, but then, but then, like Oscar should totally be on it. She should totally be on that list. Yeah, I mean, then you're straying more into into Mount Rushmore as opposed to founding fathers, I aren't I you? Know. Yeah, I know, I know, I know. Uh, the Ricky Steamboat's kid, Richie Steamboat, Richie. Richie. Richie Steamboat. There you go. Uh, 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 was it Victor from The Ascension? <laughs> yes. Yeah. Victor. <laughs> um, God, there's so many names. Our boy Cal Jack. There you founding go. father. Cal Bishop. NXT. Cal Bishop. There you go. Uh, Senpai Acid, do you think the rate at which NXT call-ups happens affect the push the, co- the call-ups get? WB used to, uh, used to having top stars for five or so years, so having call-ups every year or so makes that process difficult. I mean, uh, yeah, if there's a lot more call-ups on a more regular basis, there's only so many spots on TV, and then only, only so many spots in various title scenes and whatnot. And they're not really good at formulating interesting undercard stories that are outside the title picture. Dude, so, it's, it's the issue WWE has with signing so many people and not letting go of people. You know, the Goldberg coming in is just a spot somebody else doesn't have that they're already signed doing full-time work. And it's the problem with them not creating legitimate main event draws. Randy Orton's still there. And God bless him, he looks like he's still 20 years old. I know. But when you have that spot being taken up by a guy who's been around for 20 years... You know, I mean, I he's doing some of the best work of anybody you know, in the history I know, of pro wrestling. And I'll say this: all the momentum he had coming out of that Edge feud, mm-hmm. they could have put a rocket on on Orton's back and had yeah, him right. carry Raw yeah, instead. For the most yeah. part, yeah. they use all the, the momentum he got to help get Drew over even more. Yeah, yeah. So I'll I'll, I'll give Orton credit. Is he was doing some of the best work he's ever been, the hottest he's maybe ever been in his career, mm-hmm. and it wasn't like all right. You know, shoot me the moon. It was all right. Let's 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 help people get over. Yeah. You know, but dude, it was you know, 
the reason why people were so excited about Edge coming back is because oh, I there, was, there wasn't anybody like nobody in the during the, when Stone Cold and The Rock were hot. Nobody was thinking, oh, man, I wish they'd bring back Bob Backlund. Yeah. You know, or whoever. Oh, I can't wait for the I can't wait for Ultimate Warrior to come back. Yeah, I mean, I know everybody was in WCW, so like you could see most of those people yeah, still. Yeah. But nobody was really pining for that. That's why no. I still say in '98 when Hogan had that ridiculous contract renewal with WCW, that he had no leverage. What was he going to do? Go to WWE? Oh, they weren't going to sign him. The main event in '98, '99 WWE was ridiculous. Oh, it was ridiculous. ridiculous. Stone Cold, Rock, Mankind, Triple H, Undertaker, Kane. Shortly thereafter. You had Kurt Angle with that. Mm-hmm. You know? Their tag scene was insane. Mm-hmm. Absolutely mm-hmm. insane. Mm-hmm. And, you know, and WWE has the best roster probably in history. I mean, up, down, across three brands. In terms of the, the level of talent, yeah. Level of entering talent is off the charts. Off the charts. I mean, look at NXT's women's division alone. It's ridiculous. It's, it's obscene. There's at least, at least a dozen people under WWE's under WWE contract right now, that could be huge mainstream crossover yeah. stars. Yeah. And they don't do anything. Yeah. Nothing. I was reading a Reddit thread about this because it was on Squared Circle and they quoted Alvarez as basically making that that point, you know, uh, that he says AEW sort of proven that storytelling, you know, sort of trumping. I mean, I, like everybody's a fan of, of whatever, but, you know, storytelling trumps, you know, the deepest roster in history. And you can debate the point for sure, depending on what you like. But I mean, one thing AEW does do right is their storytelling. You yeah. know, yeah. so many things interweaving. And I know we've poked fun at the idea that a lot of the stories begin via people being pushed into people, you know, that are hanging out ringside. But they have come up with any number of solid catalysts for various stories. And mm-hmm. they've been able to weave them pretty seamlessly and show, hey, this can actually be done. Yeah. I mean, it's it, it doesn't have to be convoluted soap opera stuff mm-hmm. in terms of the stories being told. They have to be sensical, logical stories that yeah. play out over weeks that people can get invested in. So often on WB, the stories don't make sense. Yeah, they were people, motives or actions seem illogical. Somebody brought up uh the uh the remember it was like Rusev and Nakamura were a tag team like moments after they had had a blood feud over a title mm-hmm. and then like of the US title Rusev, I think, went heel, and then all of a sudden, they're just a tag team thrown together. Yeah, makes no sense. Yeah, I mean, just recently, you break up the Iconics, and then you do you, you like two weeks later, Peyton Royce is in another tag team. Mm-hmm. Why? Yeah, Billy Kay's on SmackDown trying to find a tag partner. Why? <laughs> right. Yeah. Doctor Lipkin says, "I'd like to see Dexter. This is kind of grim. Uh, Dexter Loomis kidnap people and turn them into modern art. Imagine if, after the <laughs> undisputed era were taken, they were discovered unconscious, wearing animal masks, pose as if they were wow, about to be slaughtered. That's, that's so grim. dark. That's a great idea, but it's so dark. That's yeah, probably that's darker really than I'd, I'd be like. Wow, this is really messed up. Uh, let's see here." Um, Uh, this is an interesting question. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm just trying to do something. I know the pay-per-view was past, but a war games match future versus the past. Oh, um, that's a cool idea. Yeah. So Steve, you get the men okay. four and four future versus past and I get the women. So let's just do it in NXT. So I guess anybody who's ever been in NXT could be on the teams. Okay. Four V four. You're going to win this on the women's side. If you have the past, whoever has the past, I have the future and you have the past. No, you have the men. I you have, have the, men. Oh, I the booked men's the men's. Match. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Uh, uh, okay. And the then future. I guess. Uh, I mean, the future is such a weird thing in, in NXT because you, you have to leave out like. Uh, let's see here. The future. Mm. I know. It's like, where do you, where do you delineate between the future? Is Champa no. the future? <laughs> NXT? No. I don't think so. I mean, I've like, got, I can say, I can make the case that Rhea is the present and also the future of NXT, you know? Yeah. There's a lot of people who are the, like Cole, Adam Cole's been there for a long time. I'm just going to do this. This is war games. Yeah. Okay. 
Got my men's badge. Um. Well, I'm not gonna. Uh, oh dear. Uh, here we go. And do this. And oh, uh, yeah. Mine's. I, I wanted to go jokey with mine, but I didn't. All right. What do you got? All right. So the pass is easy. Finn, Joe, Nakamura, Owens. Uh, okay. The future. Uh, Cross, Priest, McAfee, and Reed. <laughs> People love Pat McAfee. All right. For the past, I got Charlotte, Bailey, Sasha. And if we're, if this is going to happen soon, it has to be Asuka. If not, then Becky. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, that's past. Future, Raquel, Rhea, Shotzi, Tony Storm. That's good. That's really good. Yeah, with NXT, with the women's division, you have a bounty when it comes to, to the oh, future. Because, yes. oh, man, yes. they're all going to be huge. Uh, the Rain Trigger, this is a good question. Why do people give Cena so much slack for the setup of the springboard stunner when the Cody Cutter takes more to set up? Because Cena's looks lame. If it was a cool yeah, setup. Talk about like, clunky. Talk yeah. about clunky. Yeah, that was clunky as hell. Cody's it looks really cool. Was. He does doom, 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 you know, and he flies heck of far. Um, Cody's is great. I think Cody's cutter looks yeah, great. Yeah, Cody's is all right. Cena, all right. Cena looked goofy. Yeah, he looked goofy. Cody's is all right. Uh, nice link eighty. It's, it's no uh, Osprey doing the 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 springboard. It's cutter, not that, that far much. away. It's not that it's far. It's quite away. a ways far away. It's quite a ways far away. Uh, nice link eighty one with the sub. Thank you very much. Yeah, it's pretty far away. It is far away. Um. Okay. Last question I have here uh, is from Moses Opposes. Who is the next superstar and should be built up? To defeat Gargano, he says he thinks Reed will hold it sooner than later. I don't know what held him up for the past couple of weeks if he was battling an injury or whatever, but yeah, uh, Bronson Reed is completely 100% the answer. That'd be a, that'd be a good good choice. Or Kushida. Yeah, that'd be interesting. I at least want to see a program between Kushida and, and Gargano. I think that'd be great. Mm -hmm. uh, Crossface Chicken Stain, last question I got over here. Which wrestlers, men, women, or tag team would you have jump brand to brand to help build each show? So let's do... One three-way trade involving anybody that would Im improve the, the lot of everybody. Clearly, so, we know the, the first move here. Karrion Cross goes to Raw. Oh, I was going to say Kevin Owens goes to NXT, but let's take both of those. Well, I said we'll do one three-way deal to improve all shows. So we got Cross to Raw. Yeah, right. Cross to Raw. Owens, Owens goes from he's on SmackDown. SmackDown to NXT. To NXT. So you need to send someone from SmackDown to Raw. SmackDown to Raw. First inclination is Daniel Bryan. Who else on SmackDown? Baron Corbin. Uh no, don't do that. <laughs> I mean, look if if Raw is just gonna be my Monday night of misery, <laughs> where 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 are you sending Cross? You're sending Cross to Cross goes to Raw from NXT to Raw. So Owens we have goes to send SmackDown to NXT. We have to send from Raw to SmackDown. Sorry, yes, Raw yeah, to okay, okay, yeah, got it backwards. Sorry, okay. Uh, okay. Not gonna be Drew. Oh, Keith Lee. Oh, that's good. Yeah, Keith that's Lee. good. Keith Lee should be a Keith. Yeah, Keith Lee. That's a good Keith one. Lee. Keith Lee. That's Man, good. imagine a, a feud between Keith Lee and uh, Roman Reigns. Imagine a feud between Ke a heel, a heel Keith Lee, and Big E. That's meat. A lot of potential there. That's a lot of meat right there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. All right. Anyways, that's going to do it for us today. Thanks everybody for. Uh, uh, joining us. We appreciate yes. it for tuning in. Uh, today's Thursday uh, game time decision on whether or not I'm due Unsolved Mysteries because I want to get okay. back into that. It's a lot of fun. Uh, and then tomorrow is Friday. So what we Smackdown. got Smackdown tomorrow night. Is that the deal? Yep. Yep. Okay, cool. Right on. I like Smackdown. Uh, thanks everybody for uh, joining us. Till next time, we'll talk to you later. Goodbye. Help support Going In Raw today by becoming a Friendo Club TV member. 
You'll get access to new bonus episodes every week, including Friendo Club Arcade, Live Power Rank, Vintage 10 for the Wins, and Ask Steven Larson. Get access to Friendo Club TV today by becoming a $5 and up patron at patreon.com forward slash Steven Larson, by throwing us a sub at twitch.tv forward slash Steven Larson, or by clicking join at youtube.com forward slash Steven Larson. list is now Angie, and we've heard a lot of theories about why. I thought it was an eco-move. Fewer words, less paper. No, it was so you could say it faster. No, it's to be more iconic. Must be a tech thing. But those aren't quite right. It's because now you can compare upfront prices, book a service instantly, and even get your project handled from start to finish. Sounds easy. It is, and it makes us so much more than just a list. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I. Or download the app today you can host the best backyard barbecue. When you find a professional on Angie to make your backyard the best around. Connect with skilled professionals to get all your home projects done well. Inside to outside, repairs to renovations. Get started on the Angie app or visit Angie.com today. You can do this when you Angie that.